Welcome to Scale Up and Grow, a podcast from Turning Point Training and Development, where we discuss everything you need to know for your own personal and professional development and growth. Here's your host, Mary Ricketts. everyone. Welcome back. I am Mary Ricketts with Turning Point Training and Development and welcome to our podcast, Scale Up and Grow. I want to talk to you today about the top 1%. Let's talk about how the top 1% is thinking and let's see if we can pull out some really good nuggets so that we can start making some changes and shift us, our businesses, our families, our finances. Let's dig in. Because here's the thing, the top 1% aren't just working harder than the other 99% of us. And here's the other thing, you can't huff and punt and grunt your way to the top. So high levels of success do require hard work, but the work has to be smart as well. The rest of us, the other 99%, those of us that are trying to get to the top 1%, are oftentimes, we're focused on the wrong things. We prioritize short-term comfort over success and fail to take enough action, self-included. I will confess, I have done it, doing it trying to fix it just like the rest of us. The top 1% aren't smarter or more capable, but they do use their time wisely and manage themselves really, really effectively. So let's take a look and understand the difference between the top 1% and the rest of us. So being the only one is better than being the best. So one of the famous quote goes like this, competition is for losers. While the average person that really wants to aspire to great accomplishments is concerned with being the best, those out there, you guys, that are ultra successful, they're looking for ways to avoid the competition, create a new market or field, and be the only one that's doing it like they are. Let me tell you how real that became to me when I read the book, Blue Ocean. And it was phenomenal. If you haven't read it, get it, go get it, grab it. Blue Ocean, that was the first time that I really saw someone take an analogy of the circus. Listen to this, and I'm just going to paraphrase it. But when they looked at when Cirque du Soleil came into the circus industry, the circus industry was not booming. It, It wasn't You know, it wasn't thriving when they came in. And then even if they did, we can all think of some of the big names like Ringling Brothers, uh, Barnum and Bailey Circus that's been around for years. So who are the newbies that are coming in? But if you look at what Cirque du Soleil did, they came in totally different with a new vibe, a new look, a new show. And it wasn't just that they had bigger and better elephants or anything. They brought something totally new to the field. Grab the book. It's called Blue Ocean. Here's the other thing when we talk about the top 1%. They attack the day early. They get a good start on the day. While the other 99% of us are trying to figure out what to do, the top 1% is already busy. They have really great enthusiasm in the morning and make the most of their early hours. Pull it up, look it up. You will see that some of them are starting their days at 4.30, 5.30, 6 a.m. in the morning. And here's the other thing that I notice about those early morning hours. They have a routine. It is a consistent 
routine, it keeps them going and the motivation is rocking and rolling. Here's the third one I wanna share with you. Action trumps knowledge. The top 1%, don't get me wrong, they're knowledgeable, but they also have a secret. You ready? A good plan that's followed aggressively and persistently always beats that great plan that's implemented, let's say, half-heartedly. So think about that. They've got a good plan and they're going after it aggressively and persistently every single day. It is on for them. So know what you need to know and then get busy making it happen. Uh, you know, when you really want to make it pop, you've got to consider what's that unquenchable thirst for knowledge can often be fear in disguise. You know what I mean. This might be you or you know someone. They are always after another degree, another certification. I got to study this more before I just do it. I think it was Joyce Meyer I heard probably 10, 15 years ago, and she said something one time that just stuck with me. She said, just do it. If you've got to do it, do it afraid. We have to be careful waiting for all of the pieces of the puzzle to fit just perfectly before we take action. One of the greatest things that I started doing, and, and yes, if you see my John Maxwell background, you know, in the back, yes, I am a certified coach, speaker, and trainer with the John Maxwell team as well. But there was something that I caught on um, in 2020 that it's interesting because it wasn't new. I did it in the past, but I didn't really start using it again until probably just a few months ago. And it was, I know what I need to do every single day. I have it mapped out. I have my income producing activities already mapped out for me. It is a plan that is easy for me to execute every single day. I didn't say it was perfect, but it is executable. Let's take a look at number four. Goals are achieved by systems. They're achieved by systems. If you haven't hopped on my LinkedIn page, I actually have a, a series that is going on right now that really uh, is an article that I posted that really talked about, we love our goals, but we really want to have systems available for the goals. Because a system of, just say, eating nutritiously and exercising, we know what that's going to be. That's going to give us great results in health and fitness. A system of saving and investing, it's going to lead us to wealth. The top 1% look for effective systems to implement. While the right system is in place, goals are attained automatically. So we want you to have your goals. We love our goals. We love our vision boards, but you've got to have a system to make that happen. You've got to have a daily, weekly, monthly execution system. I want to throw another book out there um, that I, I love and I love to coach out of, and it's called The 12-Week Year. If you don't have it, grab it. It's going to help you put together some systems on your own and then execute. Let me give you another one. They have prior priorities. Having too many priorities will result in you having no priorities. You cannot have a list of 50 priorities and that's not priorities. You can't be a world-class artist, dog trainer, yoga expert, and bowler. You've got to be strong enough to whittle down your priorities to the few that truly matter the most to you. It might be based on your values, but somewhere in there, it's got to be based on what your end game is. What is your end game? What's your why behind it? Because having too many priorities is a path of mediocrity.
And that's, I know that's not what you want. So I want you to really think about whittling down that list of priorities, you know, that 50 point that you've got in, in your to-do list and really prioritize that down. Think about your values. Think about your end game. What do you really need to accomplish? And don't get me wrong. I want you to have the three-year, five-year, 10-year plan, but I want you to have a 30-day plan, a weekly plan, and a daily plan. And what's that system to execute that? Let's take a look at another one. Here's number six. The top 1% make networking a priority. You can never have too many friends. You can never have too many business connections. You can never have too many referral partners. You can't have too many of that. So good networking skills can be learned by anyone. Having many long-term acquaintances can be powerful. You'll have a constant supply of assistance and opportunities knocking at your door. Knowing the right people is an important part of becoming a part of the top 1%. Let me tell you what I mean by that. I just got a phone call for someone that I used to work with years ago in telecommunications. Haven't talked to this young lady in years. But guess what? We were connected. It's awesome that she thought of me. I'm staying um, as active as I can within my social media platforms that make sense for my business and my B2B connections. And she found me. Guess what? We are going to stay connected. When I had a need to add on additional trainers uh, for our corporate training programs, guess what? I have women in my back pocket, and yes, a few guys as well, but that came from corporate training positions and, you know, some of the top, probably even the top 50 companies out there. It's phenomenal. You want to keep your networking a priority. And I'm not just talking about with the other sales guys that you just want to pass leads off of, but you do want a great circle of connections that you can draw on and pull on. Um, so whether it's being a part of your local chamber, whether you've got some great associations, it could be a BNI group, it could be just your own personal circle, whatever it is, figure it out, let's make it happen. Even if it has to be virtual, you can still make that happen and make it a priority. Here's number seven. They make money a priority. They're just not good at saving. They're also good at investing their money wisely. They pay their bills on time. They avoid unnecessary debt and they get professional help when necessary. So manage your money wisely and join them. I love coaching. I also financially coach. There is a purpose for having financial coaches, for having financial advisors. There is a purpose for that. And you want to get connected with someone that you trust that can also help you. There are some great books out there that you may want to dig into just to keep yourself um, full of wisdom so that you can make really, really great financial decisions as well. Here's number eight for you. They are aware of their weaknesses. I am a fan about understanding your weaknesses, about doing a personal SWOT analysis. I'm also a big fan of, of assessments. I want you to consider having an assessment done. Um, yes, I do them, but find one. Find one so that you can really understand your strengths and be aware of your weaknesses because the top 1% know what they can and they know what they can't do. They avoid their weaknesses and find a way to deal with them. And here's the other thing, and this is something else I love to teach, play 
to your strengths. Play to your strengths. You've got to be okay if you're not a 10 in everything. It's okay. But when you understand your strengths, sharpen those skills. Keep them going. You're going to want to work on your weaknesses and deal with them. But find that that right place. Find that right balance. And here's, and I can't remember what top executive I heard say that years ago. And I can't remember if it was the president of Cerner, could have been Steve Jobs. I can't remember who it is, but I remember hearing one of them say, this is why you hire people who are people who are strong in the areas that you are weak. It is okay to know your weaknesses and then find people can, that can help fill in the gaps. You know, there are some things that you're not you're just not good at. And that's okay. Bring strong people on board to your team. Bring them on board to your business. Um, there's a reason why we have CPAs out there. There is a reason why we have marketing firms out there. You're not going to be 100% excellent in everything. So be aware of yours as well. Let me give you number nine. They focus on the long term. Delaying gratification is a key to becoming highly successful. There, that is so important. You have to be careful wanting the right now gratification and not being considerate of what the long-term game is. What's that long-term plan? And is it, do you really want this short-term gratification, this right now gratification, if it doesn't really play into the long-term goal? They let the average people satisfy their short-term cravings. I want you to keep your eye on the grand prize. Keep your focus on the end game. Be careful getting excited about right now gratifications. Okay, here's the last one I want to share with you. They emphasize finding solutions to their challenges. The key to making a lot of money or really achieving challenges uh, and challenging goals is resolving your challenges. So search for solutions and avoid getting too hung up on the issue itself. Find a possible solution and get to work. I remember having a conversation with, uh, with a young lady um, that actually uh, goes to my church with me and she started sewing again. She started making blankets, every size, baby blankets, twin, all the way to King, California King. And I asked her, I said, what made you start doing this? Here's what she said. She couldn't find a comforter for her bed that she really liked. And she said, you know what? I know how to sew. Let me figure out how I can make my own. She did it, posted it on Facebook, and she has so many orders now. She's almost three weeks to get anything done. And yes, you better believe I had her make two baby blankets for my granddaughter. All three of my grandsons have blankets in their perfect colors because they all have their colors. So think about that. Find solutions to your challenges and then just imagine how many other people are dealing with the same thing think about that one of the reasons that I went into coaching and speaking and training including financial coaching because that's what I was looking for I'm like something's missing and let me see how I can fill out fill up the gap and you better believe there are coaches everywhere and there are trainers everywhere but you think about what you want to solve for your challenges and then just imagine what you can do because any one of us can become a part of the top one percent but guess what it requires a change of thinking and it requires us to be laser 
focus. That is my signature message. You got to get laser focused. You have to make a, a decision and determination to set your priorities and stick to them. You've got to manage your monies wisely. You've got to network like your life depends on it, like your business, your community, your profit, your nonprofit depends on it. Focus on developing the right systems to achieve your goals and then emphasize action. You can have the best plan in the world, but if you don't go at it and go at it hard and consistently and persistently, you're not going to make it. We've got to do that, every one of us, including me. Only action will bring the results that you desire. That's my wrap-up for you. I'm Mary Ricketts with Turning Point Training and Development. This is Scale Up and Grow. I want you to grow. I want your business to be successful, your life to be exactly what you want it to be. If you haven't shared us, share it. Go back and take a look at our other videos, our other podcasts. We've got our YouTube channel up and rolling as well. We want to make a difference. We want you to share this. We want to make a global impact. We appreciate you. Take care. Have a phenomenal week. Thanks for listening to this episode of Scale Up and Grow from Turning Point Training and Development. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. In the meantime, check out all of our on-demand training courses at turning-point.newzendler.com. That's turning-point.newzendler.com.